0: Hi, and welcome to Untethered with Jen List, the podcast that's here to help you free yourself from the crap that's holding you back so you can claim the life you're meant to live. I'm your host, Jen, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the transformational power of loving yourself. Let's go. Self-love self love self love we're talking in this episode about self love if you happened to listen to the last episode you know that i've got this weird little hang up with that phrase self love love yourself self self love it just it feels to me that phrase feels like i guess maybe it is just a derivative of self care and self care it just feels so It's such a simple term for something that is actually so complex. To care for yourself, to truly love yourself is much more difficult, much more complex than what it seems to be. And so I think that term is something that I personally have a reaction to for several reasons. But one of them I think is that. It is something that many of us don't know how to do, and you can't just simply sell a bath salt <laughs> that is going to teach a person how to truly, 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 madly, deeply love yourself. Truly, madly, deeply. Wasn't that a song by Savage Garden? It, it was a song. It was a song, right? Truly, madly, deep. Anyway. So... I think that that's why I have a a bit of a reaction, but I also think that I react to that phrase because I myself have struggled with loving myself, with self-love, with acts of self-love. In fact, when I think about it, I spent most of my life definitely not loving myself, and I would even take it to the extreme of resenting myself. Resenting my body, resenting my mind for having the thoughts that it had, resenting my own desires, my own capabilities, I, all of the things that I want in life. You know, I spent a lot of time resenting those things, and that is for a ton of reasons. There was a lot of guilt layered on there, worried layered on there, all of these different feelings. And I say was those things still. Come up. And I think that that's why true self-love, truly loving ourselves is a continuous journey because we're continuously changing and growing and evolving. And so I, I mentioned that it's more difficult than the idea of just embracing the word or buying some, you know, Going in, out and buying yourself a gift, like those things can be acts of self love. But to truly fall in love with yourself is a process. It's a process. And I've been on the journey of really actively, actively falling in love with myself, actively opening the door to that kind of love, which was honestly pretty painful. it was pretty painful because when I turned inward and really looked inside of myself, there were things that I had been burying for a long time, blazing over for a long time. And I'm continuing, let's be honest, (laughs) I'm continuing to find a lot of those things as I I do this work, but it's really important. And I'm so glad that I did. And I, I think a lot of us People like me, I can't be the only one in the world who has had some of these struggles for a long time. I just didn't feel a lot of things. I didn't feel much. I really had toned down my level of feel because I I didn't want to feel bad. And then when you don't want to feel bad, you actually stop yourself from feeling good. You just tone down your ability to feel. In general, goes way, 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 way down. And when it comes to love, to true love, you're really opening yourself to so much vulnerability, so many feelings, all of the feels. And I wasn't willing to go there for a long time. And that influenced lots of things in my life that I'm still unraveling, all of the things that that has influenced in my life and actively going and trying to to impact those things in a different way. But what I have found (laughs) is that it starts with me. It starts with my relationship with me. And that's what Aaron and I talked about on this past episode. If you haven't listened to it, great. Go listen to it after you listen to this episode because it will feel very relevant. If you did listen to it, then you know we talked about some of this. It really has to start with you and your relationship with yourself. And that influences then your relationships with the other people in your life. And for a long time, I was looking outward at my relationships, at other people, at other things in my life, the things that, you know, I wanted to happen in my life that weren't happening for me. And I was looking and saying, why are these, you know, I I want this and I'm not getting, I'm not getting it. And After a long journey, (laughs) I realized that it really has to start here. And so, the last really, the last six months, kind of the last year, I've been really focused on that relationship that I have with myself. And a lot of beautiful things have started to unfurl from that, which I'll talk about here in a minute. But you might be, if you're somebody who's like, okay, what? What is she talking about? Like, what does it mean to fall in love with myself? What does it mean to have more self love? Hey, maybe you are like, I got this. I'm like very white with myself. Like, oh, baby, like I'm, I'm good with myself, but many of us aren't. And so I wanted to come on and just share some of my journey with it. And maybe that can be a helpful reflection for yourself and what I see others dealing with too. And many of the conversations that I have with friends who are also along this journey, I can just share some of the things that I think are like, here's where you here's where you can start. <laughs> You're like, okay, I, I get this. This makes sense to me, but where do I start? And you can really start with simply taking stock of, do you love yourself? Do you love yourself? In what ways do you love yourself? In what ways do I not? Maybe show myself love. If you look at yourself and say, okay, if I was my best friend, you know, separate yourself from, separate yourself from yourself. You know, if you were looking at yourself, what are some of the things that you are saying to yourself? And are those things the things that you would say to your best friend? Some of the statements that you say to yourself throughout the day. Are those the kinds of things that you would say an encouraging word to to your best friend? How, How many of those kinds of things that you would say to them are you saying to you? And if you're like most people, because our minds are trained to be a certain way, we have very strong judges in our minds, the judge, the critical one, whatever you want to call that piece of your mind. Says some things that can be pretty nasty for most of us, you know, can tell you that you suck, that you're not good enough, that you'll never get that raise, that there's no way that you could possibly act on stage. There's no way that you could start a podcast. You know, are these are the kinds of things that our mind sense to us and there's reasons that it's saying those things and it's to generally keep us safe, keep us comfortable, warn us of danger, all of the things that our mind is actively doing what it thinks is for us. But those things we we turn them really inward on ourselves and they they end up harming us. So what if? So take stock of those things. What are the actual thoughts in your head? What are the thoughts in your head? Do this for a single day. You know, notice the thoughts that you have in your head and write them down. Physically write down the things that for one day, what are the things when you have a thought that you notice, you know, is it is it a positive thought? Write it down both. Write down any of the thoughts that happen in your head that you notice are your brain saying something to yourself in a way that you might say it to another person. Because you're saying those things to yourself in the way that you would say it to another person. But one of the things that you'll likely notice is that you're like, oh my gosh, I would never say some of those things that I'm saying to myself to another human being. And it's so good to get those down on paper because it separates it out of your brain and onto the page. And then you can start to see it as though it is on the page when it actually comes across your mind. So it's just a really good exercise for helping to notice the the separation between your mind and your actual self. Because for a long time, I thought myself was my self. I'll explain what I mean by that. So you are a being. You are a soul. You are a formation of energy and goodness and light and miracles and magic. That's who you actually are and you are wearing a meat suit. <laughs> You've seen men in black it's like an egger suit. It's like the the alien that goes into the body and he like his face is all jankety because he didn't quite get it right and he has to like yank it up and fit it on. I mean that is you. You are this being wearing a meat suit and inside of the meat suit is this brain and the brain has thoughts. <laughs> and you know, who is thinking, who is noticing the thoughts? The thoughts are happening. The thoughts are every brain does it. It's a mix of chemicals and all of the thoughts that happen. But there's somebody inside of you who is noticing the thoughts. Who is noticing the thoughts? Seriously, ask yourself this right now. Who is noticing the thoughts? The thoughts are happening due to Brain chemistry and all of the things that create thoughts that we don't actually fully understand, right? But somebody's noticing them. That somebody is you. That is, that is your actual self. That is the I am. That is the, that is the you within you who is seeing the thoughts. So myself is actually not you. That's the thing that you're creating with your thoughts. So there is a separation and noticing that separation when you start to write down the thoughts, it helps you to see the separation of the self that you are creating, the meat suit outside self that is separate from the inner being who you actually are, that is full of light and love and goodness and joy and creativity and wonder, because that's what you actually are. And this is my belief, is that that is who you who you actually are truly, truly are. And all of those things on the outside are things that your mind has created, that your outside things have created. And we can be, our mind can be very harsh on that self. But if you remember that it is just my self, so my, you are the my, you are the being, you are the innards, you are the creativity. That is actually you. And the self is all of the other things. It's it's your ego. You know, it is, that is an, an outside thing. And the my, the my, the inner being can love the self. It can show that self so much love. All it is, is love. And so it can love it into a new life. It can love it into this magical life that you currently are not allowing it to be because you don't even recognize how much you can love it and how much you can shape it and mold it and change it. And when you truly love that my and recognize like it it just is. You don't even have to try. It just it is love. You don't have to you don't have to try to love it. That's where it actually becomes very simple. So I realize if this is the first time that you've ever heard this kind of like untethering of this self, that can be kind of confusing. And I this is my first attempt probably at fully explaining it out loud. So maybe listen to that again, explore other things on the self to help you recognize what that truly is, because that's where it gets. It can be really difficult until we truly internalize and understand that it's like oh holy crap that's when you bend time and space so fast and things just change in your life because you're like oh aha i get it i get it this self that i have like i love it so much and can shift it and change it in all of these different ways so first first things first notice the thoughts that you have in your head and how those thoughts can be helpful and harmful. So go a whole day, write those things down, and notice those things. And journal on that. You know, what are the things that you're noticing? Oh, why did I say that? What What are the reasons that my mind might have come up with that thought? Oh, is that related to something else? Journaling is one of the most powerful tools that you have for... Really getting in touch with who you are, the things that you care about, you know, the things that you're interacting with in the world that you love, the things that you're doing that and the things that you want to do more of, starting to journal is really, really helpful. It's one of the most powerful tools. And for some reason, many of us are very resistant to it. And I personally think that some of that resistance, at least for me and for Lots of people probably is that we know that once we start doing it, things are going to change, and we just we're so comfortable in our com- in our comfort <laughs> in our comfort zone, and we know that once we start doing that kind of work, things are going to shift and change for us, and so we will naturally resist it. But I encourage you to start journaling, do more journaling because it opens up so many doorways for you and helps you along this journey of truly, truly falling in love with yourself in a way that will just shift your life in so many unbelievable ways. And I have a very simple story about myself that really like things in your life change when you start to come home to yourself. And one of those things for me, this is just such... A great example of this, at least for me, is my teeth. Like for years, I mean, my teeth, my bottom teeth were always crooked. I didn't get braces when I was a kid because there was no reason to straighten them other than cosmetically. So I never did, but they always bothered me. And I always remembered this one comment from somebody in high school who said, Wow, you'd be like perfect if your teeth weren't crooked. (laughs) which I think was actually a really kind compliment in hindsight, but I really internalized that comment. My mind really grappled on to that comment and turned it inward on myself. And from then on, I was like, well, I could never be perfect because my teeth are crooked. And you would think logically, right? If you're following logic, that because I was turning turning that on myself that I would straighten my teeth, right? Like you straighten your teeth and then you're perfect. But I never did it. I never did it. I just kept harming myself over and over and over with this thought. And it's so interesting to me because it wasn't until I started actively loving myself, all of a sudden one day, last year, last October, I was like, I'm going to do Smile Direct Club and I'm going to straighten my teeth. I mean, I had the, I had the money for years and years and years. It's not that wildly expensive to straighten your teeth. And it's super easy to do smile direct club. I like went in, they checked my teeth. You know, a few weeks later, they sent me the stuff in the mail and I did it. It's not hard. I could have done this years and years and years ago. I could have gotten braces years ago, but I wasn't ready for it because it wasn't until I looked inside myself that All of a sudden, I was ready for that transformation. And we think it's the other way around. Like, we think that imposing some of these thoughts on ourselves are going to motivate us into action, saying, Oh, you're. I think that uh, a lot of us who are perfectionists, especially, we will say things about ourselves to try to motivate ourselves to move forward on something, you know? And that doesn't work. It doesn't work to be like, oh, you never get things done. Oh, you always wait till the last minute. You know, all of those things that we say to ourselves are not motivating. They're not motivating. What is motivating is seeing the light inside of us, seeing the possibilities inside of us and the capabilities. That's what is most motivating of all. You know, you look at Michael Jordan, (laughs) he definitely did not become who he is by beating himself up and giving credit to these angry thoughts. You know, he had to have been his own best friend. That's the only way that you can step into true possibility is by becoming your own best friend and talking yourself up and believing, believing in yourself. I know that that's another very trite phrase that is, <laughs> that is more complicated than, you know, reading a quote. However, I, some quotes can be completely transformational too, but you know, we can't just tie it in a, in a little bow and hand it to somebody and say, here you go. Here's belief in yourself. We have to do this inner work that starts with doing simple things like listening to this podcast. If you are this far into this podcast, there's something pulling at you. There's something that is like pulling you forward and wanting you to look inside. And you're probably, you might even be deep on this journey and you're just looking for some other layer. You're like, okay, how can I go one step deeper with myself? And you can do that by asking the simple question, how can I love myself just one iota more today? What is one little thing that I can do today to love myself just one little speckle more. It doesn't have to be a huge thing because those little things in terms of when you when you do it for you, when you do it for you. Those are the things that just like expand you in these huge 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 ways. And women, women, we have been so trained, so conditioned to do for everyone else and do for ourselves last, but you've got to do it. You have to put on your oxygen mask first. You go first. You go first. And when you serve yourself, that true, that, that true self, when you, you serve that self it, you tap the light and then you can share your light with so many other people because you're like opening up to it. That's how it works. That is how it works. Like, there is not only so much light inside of you, and there is not only so much light in the world. There's boundless light. We just have to tap into it and let it out. You know, when you look at candles, like, think about lighting a candle. You lit one candle, it's lit, right? How many candles can you light with that one candle? Endless, endless candles. The candle does not run out of flame, right? That candle in your hand, it can light all of the other flames. It can light, there's, (laughs) it doesn't end. It doesn't end, right? So that light inside of you, when you love on it, when you love it into life, it can then turn around and love others into life. But if you're just trying to pull at something that isn't fully, fully lit, like it can't light anything, right? You can't take, (laughs) you can't take a candle that's not lit where the light has not been allowed to shine where it's it's not on it's not all fired up you can't light anything with that right so you have to come home you have to come here first and this is a journey for me i'm i'm on the journey right here with you and constantly untethering all of these new things for myself and my oh my gosh my ego's so tricky my ego's so tricky it's popping up and all all the time in ways that I don't even realize it is, which is why I so appreciate having a coach. I was on a coaching call last week and my ego like popped up front and center and everybody could see it but me. (laughs) I know that everybody could see it but me. And it was just like, I didn't even know it was hiding there. I didn't even know it was hiding there. So coaching is so valuable. But even if you don't do coaching, listening to podcasts like this Starting to journal, listen, and you know, notice the things that are popping up in the world around you. Maybe it's following somebody on Instagram, like uh, a Mel Robbins or a Gabby Bernstein or Kathy Heller, my own coach, you know, or me. You know, who who are the people who are popping up in your world who you are noticing because they've been put there for a reason to show you something about yourself. Because the things that we see in the world are just a reflection of us. So pay attention to those things start journaling. And I do encourage you to really think about this, this idea of the self, like, who are you? Who are you? That is one of the the best journaling questions to ask yourself, you know, who am I? Journal on that and see where it leads you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and you had a couple of fun, Uh a for yourself, something to chew on a little bit, a little bit of self-love action for you. (laughs) If you did enjoy this episode, you can share it on social media, invite other people to listen. Be sure that you are following Untethered with Jen List, this podcast you're listening to right here. Follow it, subscribe, whatever platform you're listening on, and you just keep shining your magical unicorn light out there for all to see. See you next time.